Decision Podcasts by the New York Prosecutors Training Institute are made possible by VoicePods. Convert your text to voice at voicepods.com. Read this decision at NIPT Law. www.nypti.org slash law. People v. Herman Anthony, decided on June 15, 2023. Memorandum. The order of the appellate division should be affirmed, without costs. In 1988, defendant was convicted after trial of four counts of first-degree rape and four counts of first-degree sodomy, among other crimes, for raping or sexually assaulting five women in their homes at knife point during burglaries that occurred over the course of a year. In anticipation of defendant's conditional release from imprisonment in 2020, the Board of Examiners of Sex Offenders assessed defendant 155 points on the Risk Assessment Instrument RAI, presumptively designating him a Level 3 Sexually Violent Offender for purposes of the Sex Offender Registration Act SORA. Defendant did not dispute the accuracy of the Board's point assessment, but he requested that the court depart downward to Risk Level 2. To that end, defendant argued that he did not present a high risk of sexual reoffense as evidenced by his positive performance in sex offender treatment and educational programs while incarcerated, including obtaining his general equivalency diploma and college-level education credits, limited history of disciplinary infractions, age at time of release, 51 years old, familial support, and his scores on two alternative risk assessment instruments. Defendant also asserted that he would be subject to supervision regardless of his risk designation as part of the terms of his conditional release, and that a level 3 designation would make it more difficult for him to locate housing. The people opposed the departure application, arguing that defendant's participation in treatment and programs merely constituted compliance with the programs that he should be doing and was largely, already taken into consideration by the RAI. The people further asserted that although age could be a mitigating factor in some circumstances, Defendant's age did not indicate any physical inability to reoffend. The people requested that in light of the atrocious and serial nature of defendant's crimes, the court adjudicate him a level 3 offender. Supreme Court concluded that the people had established the basis for the REI points by clear and convincing evidence and adjudicated defendant a level 3 sexually violent offender. With respect to defendant's request for a downward departure, Supreme Court recognized the importance of the risk-level determination to defendant and noted that it spent a lot of time considering his proffered arguments and evidence. The court ultimately concluded, however, that defendant failed to show by clear and convincing evidence that a departure was warranted, that the factors on which defendant relied were adequately taken into account by the SORA guidelines, and that there was clear and convincing evidence he should be designated a Level 3 offender. The appellate division affirmed. A court considering a downward departure from the presumptive risk level indicated by the RAI must first determine whether the mitigating circumstances alleged are of a kind or to a degree not adequately taken into account by the risk assessment guidelines, and second, whether such circumstances have been proven by a preponderance of the evidence, People v. G. Lodi, see Sex Offender Registration Act, Risk Assessment Guidelines and Commentary at 4, 2006. If the defendant meets this burden of proof, the court must then weigh the aggravating and mitigating factors to determine whether the totality of the circumstances warrants a departure to avoid an over-assessment of the defendant's dangerousness and risk of sexual recidivism, G. Lodi, C. People v. Knox. Defendant correctly notes that Supreme Court stated the incorrect standard of proof applicable to his downward departure request. Defendant did not object to this error during the course of the SORA hearing, and in any event, the appellate division applied the proper preponderance of the evidence standard to the downward departure request in affirming Supreme Court's order, G. Lodi. 
Defendant also asserts that Supreme Court erred in discounting his proffered mitigation evidence on the ground that those factors had already been taken into account by the RAI. The appellate division held that defendant proved the existence of some mitigating factors not adequately taken into account by the guidelines, and then proceeded to weigh the aggravating and mitigating factors as required by G. Lodi. Defendant contends it is unclear which mitigating factors the appellate division found sufficiently established for purposes of the first and second prongs of the G. Lodi analysis and, relatedly, whether the appellate division disregarded any of his proffered mitigation evidence on the ground that it was adequately accounted for by the guidelines. We do not read the appellate division order to hold that the guidelines adequately accounted for any of the mitigating factors identified by defendant. The appellate division concluded that defendant proved the existence of some mitigating factors not adequately taken into account by the guidelines, but held that the totality of the circumstances, including the cumulative effect of the factors relied upon by the defendant, did not show that the presumptive risk level overassessed the defendant's risk and danger of reoffense. We understand this language to mean that the appellate division credited all of defendant's proffered mitigating factors, but nonetheless concluded that a downward departure was not warranted. Thus, we have no occasion on the record presented here to reach the question of when evidence relevant to the assessment of points for a particular risk factor, including an assessment of zero points, may also be appropriately considered as mitigation warranting a downward departure. Given that the appellate division considered all of the circumstances proffered by defendant in mitigation, the only question properly before us is whether defendant was entitled to a downward departure as a matter of law. In light of the severity, number, and circumstances of defendant's violent sexual crimes, one of which occurred in the presence of a victim's child, whom defendant threatened to kill, the appellate division did not abuse its discretion by concluding that defendant poses a high risk to public safety based on the likelihood of or potential harm that could flow from reoffense. See People v. Sincere Bow, Knox. On review of submissions pursuant to Section 500.11 of the Rules, order affirmed, without costs, in a memorandum. Judges Garcia, Singas, Canataro, Troutman and Halligan concur. Judge Rivera dissents in an opinion, in which Chief Judge Wilson concurs. Decided June 15, 2023. Decision podcasts by the New York Prosecutors Training Institute are made possible by Voice Pods. Convert your text to voice at voicepods.com. Read this decision at NIPT Law. www.nypti.org slash law.